Talk about the Greens, that bunny, that bunch of idiots. Hey there, Climactic Collective listeners. I'm Emerald Moon. And I'm Tom Bella. And together we host Serious Danger. A podcast about Australia's broken political system and its greatest threat. The Australian Greens. (laughs) It's a show about green politics in Australia. The kind of politics that puts people and the planet before profit. We talk to cool and interesting people about fighting for good shit, like taxing billionaires. Housing for all. Workers' rights. First Nations justice. And drugs. Sweet, sweet, sweet drugs. Join us on Serious Danger every Sunday. You can subscribe to us anywhere you get podcasts. You can find us on Patreon. We're at Serious Danger AU on the socials. Or just head to SeriousDangerPod.com. That's Serious Danger with me, Emerald Moon. And me, Tom Ballard. Do you think we need something at the end there? Um, Go green. (laughs) (laughs) My inbox is always full to bursting at the seams. Of course, it has all the usual chit-chat between friends and family, but I also subscribe to a number of organisations and their emails keep flooding in. Most are about the future in one way or another, but some are about events from the recent past. A number, of course, are from groups canvassing for money. Some of them are genuine, or many of them are genuine, but some are quite obviously scams. And just this week, I received an email from a nameless person, and I should have thrown it away immediately, being nameless, but it took me back at least a decade and reminded me of what it was like to have climate deniers spell out their baseless and shallow concerns about the climate crisis. Just hang in there because as soon as we get through some formalities, I'll read out the contents of this rather deluded email. Welcome to this latest episode of Climate Conversations. Within that, quick climate links. I am your host, Robert McLean. Climate Conversations is assembled here in Shepparton, in northern Victoria, Australia, on the lands of the Yorta Yorta people. Yes, the stolen lands of the Yorta Yorta people, and I pay my respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. The email I received was addressed, Hi Rob, which suggested some sort of familiarity, and then it said, Some facts for you. The email came in point form, and I'll read them out. I'll read the individual points out without comment and leave the decision up to you. It began, There are more trees and forests in Australia than there ever was. CO2, carbon dioxide, and the levels in the atmosphere are so low, almost immeasurable. It is not choking us out and killing trees. The earth is not heating and we are not dying of climate change. We just had three of the coldest, wettest and snowiest years on record in Australia. This is not the traditional lands of anyone. It's everyone's country. You racist. Predictions and futuristic graphs are not science. The forests are alive and you should check and go sometime. Lying to an uneducated audience is deception and predatory behaviour. Just assuming something is real does not make it reality. Climate science is not taught in under any traditional banner of education under true science at any level because it is not real. If you do your research, it is taught under English classes because it's fiction. Using public funds to fund private projects using fossil fuels 
rare earth minerals and metal to make solar panels, windmills and cars, that none of these projects can be recycled is not environmentally sustainable and only creates corruption. The Climate Change Slash Agenda 2030 is being used as a tool to usher an authoritarian order. You are facilitating that. Rob, you are in need of a proper education. Going only to biased conferences run by corrupt institutions does not make you an expert. It makes you a gullible fool and a pusher of lies. Well, there you go. According to my nameless friend, I'm a gullible fool and a pusher of lies. I'll let you decide. Let's grab a little audio from Yale Climate Connections and there'll be a link to this story in the show notes. I'm Dr. Anthony Lizewitz, and this is Climate Connections. A transition from fossil fuels to clean renewable energy is essential for reducing global warming, and it rapidly improves public health. Within the moment, essentially, we act, within that same year, we start to see cleaner air. Drew Schindel is a distinguished professor of earth sciences at Duke University. He says that burning fossil fuels produces both climate warming gases and tiny particles that are harmful to breathe. They can get down into the tiny little blood vessels that line the lung wall and therefore get deep into the body and cause respiratory and cardiovascular illness. So Schindel says reducing the use of fossil fuels is not only important to the long-term health of the planet, it can also save people's lives in the near term. In a recent study, his team found that by cutting carbon pollution in line with the goals of the Paris Climate Agreement, the U.S. alone could avoid more than a million premature deaths over the next 20 years. Schindel says he hopes the research will help people understand that switching to clean, renewable energy is not only an investment in the long-term future of the planet, but in people's health today. We've reached the end of today's Quick Climate Links, or at least the audio section of Quick Climate Links. Don't forget to check out the show notes, as there are lots of links in there that help you better understand the climate crisis, and beyond that, how you should respond. So until we talk again, thanks so much for your company, and in the meantime, please take care, stay safe, and please be kind, for everyone you meet is fighting a great battle. (music) 